Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter Wonderful Pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch, and the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Wednesday. So excited. So grateful. So much to talk about. Live in Los Angeles, it's the herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. We got NBA, Joel Klatt, college football, you Michigan haters. It's going to be a long October, November, December. Going to be a long, you just keep hating. Uh, Rick Buecher, Mark Sanchez, J-Mac, what a mood I am in. I'll get to the Warriors in five minutes. <laughs> I mean, everything went wrong. Almost pulled off a win over Phoenix. <laughs> we were I, watching two different games then. Well, apparently. <laughs> Chris uh, Paul, really? How okay. good game seven last night? Didn't end the way I no. wanted it to, but oh. It, are we lucky? Very fortunate, yeah. A Tuesday night, and that's what we get. Let's start with this. Denver beat the Lakers. But here's what really irritates me. D'Angelo Russell played more minutes than LeBron. In no world, under any circumstances, unless LeBron's in street clothes, should D'Lo play more minutes than LeBron James. I don't care what LeBron is. LeBron could be 80. I don't care. D'Lo got benched last year in the playoffs. Darvin Ham and his staff, they know what he is. He was in Golden State. Ten-year dynasty of brilliant basketball players, coaches, and GM. They couldn't get D'Lo out of the building fast enough. Minnesota gave him away, got better instantly. He was productive in Brooklyn. They got rid of him there. You can't trust D'Lo. LeBron makes everybody better. He makes everybody better. But there's a certain type of player, Mario Chalmers in Miami, that drives LeBron crazy. You saw some of it last night with D'Angelo Russell. I don't know why they re-signed him. I didn't like it. But I understand sometimes you need minutes, you need production. I even defended Westbrook to the Lakers because I'm like, he'll play 34 minutes hard basketball. But under no circumstances, and I'm not saying Denver's not better. Denver's the best basketball team in the world. 
They can be very Jokic-reliant. KCP was good last night, but, I mean, they've got good players, but they only go about seven deep. they got about two guys off the bench, and that is it. They need Jokic to play well and stay healthy. But Denver's better. I'm not denying that. But LeBron, I when I watched LeBron, there was a report last year they in the offseason, he didn't love them re-signing D'Lo. And I just don't think he plays well with them. You can tell from his body language. And I remember years ago when I went and watched the Miami Heat play twice live. You watch LeBron on TV and you'd think, you know, like Chalmers kind of wears him out. And then you go watch it live in Miami. And during the timeouts, LeBron's all over Chalmers barking at him. You're like, yeah, this doesn't work. It doesn't like playing with him. LeBron can play with everybody. LeBron wants to play with smart, high basketball IQ guys that understand the game. And so last night, I don't care what the excuses are. You can't have D'Lo playing more minutes than LeBron, Austin Reeves. LeBron loved playing with Alex Caruso. They let him go. LeBron loves playing with Austin Reeves. Got to get him more minutes. So at this point, D'Lo's not a good defender. Not like he ever was, but he's not a good defender. In last year's playoffs, he's no longer a great shooter when you need him to. He shot 31% on threes. Uh, His judgment, not great. Again, it's Mario Chalmers. What does he do well? What can you rely on? So I don't want to hear about it. Uh, that, That drove me nuts. I know Denver's better. Lakers will make the playoffs. Lakers have some depth. But if you go look at LeBron's career, He's always in a better place, and the team's in a better place when he's playing with guys he likes to play with. Chris Bosh, D. Wade, he liked Ray Allen, all right? Like, J.R. Smith, he actually liked playing with J.R. Smith. Kevin Love loves playing with A.D. because A.D. provides things that LeBron doesn't want to have to do. LeBron doesn't want to guard a four. LeBron doesn't want to have to sit around the glass. LeBron doesn't want to defend the rim. LeBron can do everything, but he doesn't want to do everything. And D'Lo puts pressure on LeBron to do some little stuff LeBron would rather have somebody else do, and he doesn't want to be at this point in his career babysitting players. you got to understand the game. He's an incredibly high-functional basketball IQ. So uh, last night, yes, less D'Lo, please, uh, LeBron after. I always want to be on the floor, um, especially when you got an opportunity to, you know, win a game or you feel like you can make an impact. But um, I guess there's a system in place and, you know, got to follow it. That's not the end of the day we didn't win, but I think for me, my performance and what I did individually in the time that I was out there, I think I was productive. I think so. I, mean, I was a plus seven for the game. No turnovers. So I like the no turnovers more than anything. Yeah, LeBron's fine. Get him on the floor more. D'Lo less, please. Uh, get to the AD stuff later. I've come full circle in AD. The tush push in AD, I've come full circle. So don't listen to anybody. <laughs> How about the Warriors last night? I know they lost. But, I mean, they shot 23% from threes. That's not going to happen. Draymond Green didn't play. Y'all bang on Draymond Green, but the soul of the Ravens was Ray Lewis. The soul of the Legion of Boom was Bobby Wagner. That's Draymond. I'm not saying he's the most skilled player. He's the soul of it. He didn't play. Steph was in foul trouble all night. And Chris Paul's like 0 for 6 on threes. And they lost to a really, really good team by four. The key last night, I'm so excited, chills. 
the Chris Paul thing already works. One game in. They moved off Jordan Poole Y, immature turnover machine. And when Steph was off the floor, he couldn't land the plane. Chris Paul arrives, adult, really smart, tough, figures stuff out quickly. You see last night when Steph was on the floor and Chris Paul was on the floor, he stabilized it. He landed the plane. Last year, the Warriors were plus 218 with Steph on the floor, minus 120 without him. Right? Like they in the playoffs, literally, he had to be on the floor. Last night, the Warriors were minus nine with Steph on the floor and plus 10 without Steph. That's Chris Paul. That's why they got him an adult. Good decisions, late in games, late in quarters, minutes that matter. Steph, as he's aged, is still unbelievable, but he can't play as long. He takes more days off. And so who can land the plane? <laughs> you got to have a co-pilot. And so, you know, I, when they got Chris Paul, my takeaway was, man, they got smaller. How's this going to work? I can't wait to watch how it works. I watched last night how it worked. Go to the third quarter, the one where they outscored the Suns 40 to 19. Chris Paul knows what he's doing. The, the, the Warriors are fine always last year when Chris, when, when, when Steph's on the floor. That's never the issue. It's like when he's not, how do you stabilize it? So they're, they're, Chris Paul works game one. They'll be bad games. They'll be bad halves. But no Draymond, 23% from threes. I love what I saw here, Steph, after. It's who he is as a player and understanding the, the momentum and how things are going and having a feel out there on the floor as a point guard to know if we need to keep pushing, settle it down, we'll play the call, and we're only going to continue to get more comfortable in that. And we all trust him, you know, to make the right decisions in the right plays. And, you know, that comfortability is, is, is there now and it's only going to go deeper. You know, we talk about this with NFL quarterbacks. Don't be a YouTube quarterback where you're flashy. It's highs. It's high. It's great. Wow. Awful. Ugh. Amazing. Terrible. Can you stabilize when Steph's off the floor? Somebody's got to take over the controls. Jordan Poole would give you these great shots, four turnovers, arguing with people. But Draymond punched. Nobody cares. It's pro sports. Happens more than you think. Nobody cares. The coaches sided with Draymond. Not Jordan Poole. Got him out of town. So what I got in the NBA last night, too much D'Lo, a lot less Jordan Poole. The Lakers got to fix that, and the Warriors are in great shape. I got to go to Warrior games this year. I love what I saw. J-Max rolling his eyes over here. How exciting are the Warriors? <laughs> how, many, how many drinks did you have last night watching None. this game? Und I, clarity, I watched it. I sat for 4.30 wow. Pacific time until like 9.30. Watched TV all night. A lot night. of good hoops. So, so let me just uh, put out one number for you, okay? One number. One. That's how many assists Steph Curry had. Just one. He didn't have the ball in his hand. Oh, foul Colin, trouble. Entire last season. Do you know how many times he had one assist? Once. He doesn't have the ball in his hands. This is a major problem. You know what Chris Paul is? Remember last year in the playoffs against the Nuggets? He was like slow and plodding. And yeah. as soon as he left, they picked up the pace and won two games from Denver. Chris Paul is like a gas guzzler in an electric vehicle era. He is slow and pounding the ball, pounding the dribbles. They need to be quicker. 
I'm telling you, this is not going to work. Well, uh, I can't believe we saw this so differently. Uh, let me just say this. Draymond Green is a huge catalyst for the offense. So in your first game, with Steph off the floor and no Draymond, the two catalysts for the offense are off the floor. One not playing, one on the bench because of foul trouble. This is what it's going to look like. If you have both on the floor, which will happen often, or at least one, the pace will be different. But this is Chris Paul's pace. Mm. He'll run often the second unit. But the two guys that set the pace for this franchise for 10 years are Steph, we all know it, and Draymond. Yeah. They were both off the floor multiple times. So Fair. when it happens, then you just leave it to Chris, and this is what the pace is. Keep your eye on Jonathan Kuminga. This is going to be very crucial. Because what Chris does is what Steph couldn't. Steph is a bit of a solo act. He'll get assists, but Steph's about watching, observing the greatest shooter we've ever had. Chris is a pick-and-roll guy. And Kuminga on the floor with Steph often felt like he was watching Steph. Mm. He was an observer of Steph. And I love Steph. But we've said this before. Belichick's a genius. Why don't his coordinators work as head coaches? Because you can't... Because proximity doesn't equal genius. And so with Steph, you sit and watch Steph play. It's a lot like Kobe. But he doesn't necessarily make everybody else better. He makes the whole better. Jordan did this. You sat and watched his brilliance. Chris Paul is going to take Kuminga, who they've considered moving. Watch Kuminga's numbers. If Chris Paul does nothing more than make Kuminga a valuable mm. playoff piece, this all works. If Kaminga works because he's twitchy, 6'7", and what happened in the playoffs last year? They didn't play him. And the franchise is waiting for that to click for size and, and dexterity. So if Chris does nothing more than gets Kaminga to be a baller, this puppy works. That, that could work with the second unit, but doesn't Kaminga come off the floor when Draymond Green comes back? And then you got two non-shooters? I, I think if you put Chris with Kaminga in the second unit, great. But then you got to find somebody for Chris Paul, and is he going to be happy on the bench in crunch well, time. Like, I think Moses Moody looked good last night. Moses I, I like Moody him. is a good player. Yeah. And Moses it, Moody will now shine because Jordan Poole's silliness is out of the building. <laughs> well, I was going to say So Jordan I get more yeah. Peyton. I get more Moody, players that I can trust. Jordan Poole has talent. Send him to Washington. He's a perfect wizard. Yeah. By the way, um, I have a side bet with a buddy who watches the show whether or not Poole will average over 29 and a half oh, points. Oh, he game. may. Yeah, yeah. I think but, he's going to lead the league in scoring. And I can't, it, I'm excited to watch and, Jordan and, Poole. And, and fanboys will love it. And they'll win 27 games. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Warriors are not about you getting yours. Yeah. It's about we getting ours. And Chris Paul will help everybody get theirs. I'm so excited. I wish I lived in the Bay Area sometimes. I just go to those games every night. Hey, how about Webinyama in action tonight? Another fourth. I think it's, oh, no, are they the late game? I don't know when they play, but whatever time it is, make time to get to that game. I have a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's have some fun. New users, please use the code HERD when you download the app. It takes about 90 seconds max to download it. Now my parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. Jags minus two and a half at the Steelers. I like Pittsburgh, but they've been outgained in every game. Jaguars are a bit undervalued. I think they win. By about a field goal to four points, I'll take the Jags. Saints plus one and a half at the Colts. Derek Carr's been struggling. He's hearing about it. There's too much talent not to beat a backup. Colts come out of a very, very trying, difficult, physical game against Cleveland. 
I think they pull back. I'll take the Saints plus one and a half. 49ers at home minus five and a half against the Bengals. I like Cincinnati, but they're winning and being outplayed. 49ers in a bad mood after two road losses. Come home and lean on them. I'll take the Niners by about 10. Jags, Saints, Niners. You want to take the herd parlay? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, the code is HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Have some fun. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A lot of NFL college football clat top of next hour. Don't go anywhere. I want to address Anthony Davis going scoreless against Denver in the second half last night. Laker fans freaking out. So timeout. Instead of being frustrated with Anthony Davis, and I was kind of until this offseason, um, you know how I was out on the tush push and then I just embraced it? And I say this, sometimes I just flip the telescope and say, I'm not going to drive myself crazy for years. What am I not seeing? So I have readjusted or adjusted my Anthony Davis feelings is that he's not going to play hurt much. I know that it's a you problem. If you can't acknowledge that now, he's not going to play hurt much. He's a great defensive player every night of the year. And occasionally he's a great offensive player. He's a very rare historical superstar. He's great occasionally. Magic, Bird, LeBron, Akeem, Shaq, Kobe, Steph. You kind of know what you're getting 90% of the time. With Anthony Davis, 
you know, if a guy generally averages 27 a night, you get 27 a night. With AD, it could be 40 and 13. Generally, typically, NBA superstars are not like the milkshake machine at McDonald's where, you know, when when it works, it's amazing, but it's about 50% of the time. That's typically how it doesn't work. That's how it works for, like, B players. But you get that with Anthony Davis. Sometimes you go through the drive-thru, it's just not working. (laughs) And it's okay, because he's giving you everything he's got on the defensive end. Um, He's a little soft, don't want to play hurt. But offensively, you just got to bake this in. And that's just the reality of who AD is. And, And so can he frustrate you? He used to frustrate me. But even the series last year against Denver where everybody crushed him. If you go look at the numbers, it's pretty good. But, I mean, the truth is he had an eight-game stretch last season in the playoffs where he didn't score 20 one time back-to-back. He'll have a great series followed by a spotty one. A great half last night disappear in the second. That's who he is. You just got to – he will invariably also get dinged up and miss three weeks. You got to bake a couple of those in too. So, um, and what happens against Denver, it's really noticeable because Jokic has such a deep offensive game, you get points, assists, and rebounds every night. He's a point center. And because he's so consistent offensively in so many different levels, when Anthony disappears in a second half, it, it feels like the gap is the Grand Canyon between the two. But the truth is, AD's a much better defensive player than Jokic. Jokic is a defensive liability. AD's one of the top defenders at his size in the history of the league. He's great. And he also can be great offensively. It's that Jokic is always very, very strong offensively. So when AD disappears, it looks like there's this huge gap between the two. But the Lakers couldn't even compete with Denver without AD. He's vital to this matchup. Um, but you, you, I don't get frustrated anymore. I, I did for years, and then I'm just like, he's not going to play dinged up. He's going to disappear offensively. I get great defense. LeBron likes him, and he got a ring here, and you had to pay somebody. For years and years, I'm like, move off him. Well, you got to spend money on somebody. How many players can go toe-to-toe with the best big men in the NBA? AD is one of like four. You got to pay somebody. LeBron's older, and LeBron likes him. Here's AD after his disappearing act in the second half. Start doubling teaming, um, you know, trying to crowd the paint. Uh, I missed some easy like little layups around the rim, little jumpers. Uh, but trying to make the right play, kick it out to our guys. They double, you know, kick it out to, you know, really hit open three, gave open threes um, just in fall. But um, try to shoot it more. Yeah. Just, 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 if something is frustrating you in your life for years, then it starts to become a you problem. Lower expectations. What's really possible? And you won't get frustrated as much. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. We got got an NBA story that just popped up coming up. But first, let's start with the San Francisco 49ers, Colin. They've lost two in a row. Back-to-back L's against the Browns and Vikings. And now they rebound Sunday at home against the Bengals. Fred Warner is calling this a must-win game. Here's what the captain had to say. We've shown, obviously, what we're capable of, like our best version of ourselves. Um, But at the end of the day, 
I want to win in any form or fashion. Like, I don't care if it's if it if it's ugly. Like, all right, we'll we'll figure it out later on. But like, let's find a way to get this done. You know, um, yeah, it's back to the drawing board. Obviously, we got a big game coming up against the Bengals at home. We got a, it's a must win. I hope everybody sells their Niner stock. Oh. I will be buying. See, normally I'd be with you, but uh, have you seen the line? It was six and a half, I believe, on the look ahead, down to six, now to five and a half. The so, smart money is coming on the Niners. Well, the, the line's moving toward the Bengals, and we don't know about Trent Williams, the left tackle who missed the last game. Um, Debo Samuel says he's out. He's officially ruled out already. Now, you, for this you week. know, as well as anybody, you're very good at this. It's a week to week league. So, like, the Lions are good. Go, go bet the Lions this week. They'll be good. The Ravens won't be that good. There are Miami, everybody's selling their stock. Miami's probably going to be pretty good this week. Yeah. You go ahead and sell your Niner stock. Winning on the road, Cleveland, they missed two field goals. They set them up for the win. And they had the ball with a minute 10 left against Minnesota. Did not play well. It, nobody's going 17 to 0 in this league. Like, it's okay. Bay, if you if I told you the Niners lose four games this year, would it have been that shocking if I said at Cleveland, missing players, and then the following week on Monday Night Football on the road? They're going to be fine. Um, Trent Williams, though, to your point, against the Bengals pass Trey rush. Trey Hendrickson matches up against him. Trey Hendrickson is excellent. There's no that's question. There's your big problem spot. you got to chip block. your are the, uh, the, the, the tight end slash fullback. Use check. check. You yeah, you yeah. got to bring him over and chip because it's going to be a problem on the left side. Also, uh, they got you know the secondary got carved up by Kirk Cousins in in the man defense. Like Jordan Addison was cooking folks. So now you got Jamar Chase. Well, it's it's funny. And he Higgins. did. He did. But he had an early pick. And if Ward, who had the ball, holds onto it, Kirk right. has two Fair. picks, okay. and that's not a touchdown. And Kirk ain't Joe Burrow. Right, I mean Joe. Well, Kirk I'm at coming home. off a bye. Joe Burrow, T. Higgins. This is a, it's probably going to be a stay away. I, I'm with you. I want to take the Niners, but I, I already spent the money. I already bought a couple geez, jet skis. A couple jet skis, huh? Okay, all right. Let's move on, <laughs> Colin. This is the most mysterious shoulder injury that I can remember. Deshaun Watson. I mean, the latest report indicates he's battling a strain within his rotator cuff, and continues to have both pain and weakness. With the movement of his shoulder. Browns are saying somehow he's day-to-day. None of this makes sense. This is... I count the third different diagnosis of his shoulder in like five weeks. By the way, Brown fans keep saying, Colin, how do you not have Cleveland in the top ten? This. Yeah. Baltimore's great. Cincinnati's surging. Pittsburgh keeps winning. As usual. And for the record, you can get out of a lot of contracts. Denver can get out of Russell Wilson's contract. Cleveland is hosed because they're Cleveland. They are locked into this completely guaranteed. You look at Denver and Russell Wilson. It'll be bumpy if they wanted to get out of it, but they can. Cleveland can't get out of this bump. I think they're Cleveland's taking some heat. Watson, no, he's under fire because of you know, he's played poorly. So last week he talked about micro tears in the muscle fibers, and that's why I've got pain and weakness. So this week they came out and they're even more granular. It's something called the subscalperous muscle, oh which boy. impacts velocity. Okay, Colin, we don't get details on anything. They're giving us granular details here. I, I don't want to say I expect Watson to go on the IR or something crazy like that, but I, I can't see him playing anytime soon. He looked bad in that, what, 
five passes against the Colts? They, they were like, no, 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 no. Okay, so our radio audience didn't see that graphic. Since joining the Browns, he's completing 59% of his passes, and that's with a number one receiver, a very good O-line, and a great defense that puts him in good field. You know, they, they get good field position because their defense is so offensive head coach. So everything you would need for a veteran quarterback, line, star receiver, mm-hmm. good tight end, offensive coach, and a defense, you're not starting drives at the eight. Yeah. That defense puts you in positions to win. Look at his numbers. 79 passer rating. This is a problem. That's a Zach Wilson type stat line right there. Only Um, Cleveland could have a star quarterback and end up in fourth place. So I bet Seattle this week. Here's the problem. You did. Geno Smith against this defense. Scares me. Oh why, why Listen, I've stayed I know, away. I know Seahawks fans are all want to talk about it. Geno Smith has been an abomination the last couple weeks. Red zone turnovers galore. He's been sloppy. He's regressing toward, what did they say, water find its level? Like last year, he was playing above the rim. Now it's, oh dear, and uh, uh, under might be the better look. All right, here's the NBA story, Colin. So within the last, what, 90 minutes, so James Harden showed up, right? James Harden, hey, I'm back, everybody. Sorry, I was gone for 10 days. I got my bags. Let's go. Let's hit the road. (laughs) And according to Sham Sharania, the 76ers said, slow your roll. We don't want you traveling with us. That's exactly right. I love that. Okay. They have to be committed to the franchise, not to the whims of James Harden. So you got all these 76ers fans who are looking, all right, what's up with the Terrence Mann deal? Oh, Terrence Mann's out tonight for the Clippers with an ankle injury. Is there a deal afoot? Is Maury saying, you know what? This guy's too much of a problem. Let's just do this deal. Let's make it. We don't know. We'll see. But... I'll tell you this. What, I, I want. Here's what I want to know. What does Joel Embiid think when Harden shows up? Hey, buddy, you're back. Good to see you. Let's go. Let's go take down the Bucks. And Daryl Morey steps in. He's not coming with us. How's Joel Embiid like that? Joel Embiid wants, wants a franchise without chaos. Harden's chaos wherever he goes. You know, the Knicks don't have any chaos. Just FYI. You and I both like Embiid to the Knicks. I think it's terrific. I love that move. Can, can Dame and Giannis cook up a spanking tonight of the... Uh... Who, who I think it's uh, I think it's Buck Sixers tonight. I would love uh, if that's the matchup. I think I well, would you love and the I, Bucks to you and I see the Sixers differently because I think Maxie's terrific and Tobias Harris is a good three. Okay, producer says the game's tomorrow, so right. tomorrow night it'll be the national TV game on Thursday. That will be Bucks spanking the Sixers. Let's hope. And by the way, all the Clipper nonsense—you've underachieved for years. I wouldn't mess around with this deal with Harden. Get him or don't. Because the Lakers are going to be fine. Denver's great. Golden State, Phoenix last night. Both are good basketball teams. Sacramento's on the rise. Dallas should be better. And Portland, by the way, is not going to win the West. Wait until you watch their athleticism. Well, what about Dallas? Uh, That's why I said Dallas has a chance. I don't trust Luka. So Harden, Paul George, Kawhi. What are, what are we doing? Is that championship? Is that like a finals contender? No, but it, it's, it makes the playoffs. <laughs> J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Oh, it's just, I got to tell you, there's so much sports going on. I feel so lucky to have this job. It's very good. Very good. Management's off their vacation. Their summer siesta is over. Just ended a couple hours ago. They're back in the building. That's good. Okay, so Jerry Jones said the, um, Can do we have the bite on Jerry Jones? Jerry Jones, you know, he has a weekly radio hit. Who knew that the owner of the Cowboys was an afternoon hot take artist? So uh, Jerry Jones was on radio, and he, you know, he talks about the disappointment, what the Cowboys truly are. 
We belong in the upper echelons. I'm not going to say that we belong on the field with uh, San Fran and we haven't played Philly, but got. Uh, but I'm anticipating Philadelphia being what they look like, and uh, so uh, I don't want to go that far. But we're in the upper echelon. You know, we were talking about this as a staff this morning. Like, what are the Cowboys? And the truth is, even though I've probably, over the course of my career, been harder on the Cowboys than most, I don't want to confuse disappointing with dysfunctional. I mean, they lose a lot of big games. At least they're in them. They're in the club. There's only 13 franchises, in my opinion, that are at the grown-up table. The rest are at the kids' table. And the grown-up franchises, New England, Buffalo, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Philly, Dallas, Green Bay, Rams, Seattle, San Francisco, Saints, and Minnesota. That's the grown-up table. Then there's the chaos, nonsense, noisy, hot, cold, controversies, instability, constant turnover, kids' table. Now, Detroit has been at the kids' table forever, but they're no longer throwing tantrums or in food fights. Um, They've backed away from the table, and the adults are thinking about inviting the Lions over to the adult table. Then they got blown out by Baltimore, and they kind of moved the chair back in. But you go to the last 10, 20 years, there's only 12, 13 franchises at the grown-up table where you get an occasional noisy player, Des Bryant, you get an occasional Jerry Jones gaffe in front of the mic, but Dak's a grown-up. They win a lot of games. Don't confuse disappointing to dysfunctional. Since Tony Romo was the quarterback, that's 2006. So that's a pretty big spread of years, right? 2006 until today. They're the sixth winningest team in the league. (laughs) Okay? The sixth And we know New England, Kansas City are the top two or three, right, in San Francisco. So the top three are like dynasties and legends. Niners, Patriots, Brady, Belichick, Mahomes, Reed. Just take those three out. And then you can take the Packers out because they've had, you know, a lot of great quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers. So if you take the top four out, again, Aaron Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes and Reed, 49ers, brilliantly run. Just take those four out. There's only one team ahead of them. So Romo won. Dak won. And their only bad seasons are when those guys got hurt. So the Cowboys are in a lot of big games. But you know why they're big games? Because Dallas feels big and Dallas wins a lot. They just disappoint us at the end of the year. But they're upper echelon. They're at the grown-up table, no question. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes, and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Friday on Fox, the fall classic begins. Corbin Carroll leads the D-backs in their fight for the crown while Adolis Garcia and the Rangers look for their first title in franchise history. Coverage of Game 1 of the World Series begins at 7 Eastern Friday for Pacific on Fox. By the way, the, the, the Diamondbacks are a shocking entrant into the World Series. We'll show you how shocking next hour. There is. I'm not going to get into it now. There is a singular play from the regular season. One play had changed. The Diamondbacks don't even, they don't even make the playoffs. And now they're in the World Series. <laughs> it makes no sense. They finished 16 and a half back on the Dodgers. They weren't very good. Didn't they lose the last series of the year? Like, didn't they get swept or something at the end of the season? It's like, it's just insane. You don't get this a lot in football. I always feel like in football, whoever ends up in the natty, whoever ends up, you can fool people for a while, but in the end, you know, last couple series, last couple games, you, you got to earn your way. Crazy for Arizona. So um, I feel there's two quarterbacks in the NFL. Maybe there's more, but two that really jump out to me that I think are great, historically great physical talents. Big, strong, mobile, tough, accurate. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. That both of them are being let down by their franchise. Two defensive head coaches, so the culture's defense. Franchises that historically kind of don't come up big in the biggest games. A lot of changes in coordinators. One guy just quits on the defensive side. Brian Dayball leaves. And let me give you an example. Who does Josh Allen in Buffalo now lean on? And, And you go and look at Peyton Manning. It was Tom Moore. All their changes. 
Tom Moore, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Clements. Brady may have had Belichick. It was Josh McDaniels all offseason. Mahomes, Andy Reid, Breeze, Sean Payton. They had a guy. They had a guy they could lean on. You know, you always hear behind a successful man is a very strong woman is the old cliche from 100 years ago or whatever. But in pro sports, if you find a star quarterback, behind every star quarterback is a guy. Who does Josh Allen trust in crisis? Briefly, it was Brian Dable. And then he left. Nothing against Ken Dorsey, but does he trust him? Does he know him? I mean, this was a big job. Big job for Ken Dorsey. An emotional guy, talented guy. Brian Dable's already proven he's a really good head, co- head coach. Ken Dorsey, has he proven he's a great offensive coordinator? And I'm not here to take a shot at Ken Dorsey. But the last two years, without Brian Dable, you know, giveaways, interceptions, still has the greatness in him, still gives you the touchdowns and productions, not quite as refined. So who's your guy? Justin Herbert. Three offensive coordinators in four years. You start looking at all the great ones. Montana could lean on Walsh. Mahomes on Andy. Clements for Rodgers. Tom Moore for Peyton. Josh McDaniels. Because as you know, as you become a star quarterback in 2023, thousands of people are grabbing at you. Endorsements and IG and, and, and fans and charities. And can you do this? Can you do that? Who centers you? Who sandpapers you? Who keeps people away? Who keeps you focused? When you look at Herbert and Allen's production, it's still fine. But it doesn't feel like they have a guy. And a guy matters. Um, Joel Klatt's coming up. Jo- Josh Allen, by the way, he's going through some turbulence now. He talked about it. Because obviously as a quarterback, there's a lot of things going through our mind. So if I can limit you know, myself and my energy and my heart rate, I feel like I can, I can maybe think a little bit more. Um, but who knows? Maybe I need to think a little bit less and just play football. I got to be more upbeat and, and be a voice and, and be a little bit more loud and um, let my emotions show a little bit more. And, you know, we got to go out there and execute. And I think execution breeds energy. You know, it's funny. I was uh, a long story. I won't bore you. Uh, but I know somebody that organizes Magic Johnson's speeches. And Magic Johnson is even today when he walks in the Staples Center and you see him all over Los Angeles, literally the crowd stands. Uh, Magic Johnson, on a daily basis, will get daily 25 to 30 asks. Can you do this school? Can you speak here a day? All these years later, 30 asks, I've been told, a day. But Magic's got somebody close to him that he's had for years that takes care of all that and keeps Magic focused on the big stuff. And Magic's entrepreneurial career is like his basketball career. Home run after home run after home run. Title after title after title. It's all good. But he's got somebody who runs all his business. And that's really the key. Mahomes would still be great with that Andy Reid. But he'd go off, you know, I mean, there's a lot going on in his life. Now you got, you got uh, Taylor Swift on the periphery of his life. As, I mean, I, I watch a football game. Mahomes is in like every other commercial. 
Like, you got to have strong people around you. And the bigger star you are, I see this in my business, you got to have stronger people around you or you're bouncing all over the industry and making big mistakes and ticking off people. Who's your support system? Justin Herbert, four years, three coordinators. Who's this guy? Who is it? Aaron had one. Mahomes had one. Breeze had one. Brady had one. Montana had one. Who's your guy? Now, maybe back in the 70s and 80s, you didn't need a guy because there wasn't social media. You didn't have the endorsements. I can remember clearly. It's hard to believe. But in the Donovan, I remember seeing Donovan McNabb on a Chunky Soup commercial. It's like 20 years ago. And I remember thinking, you don't see NFL guys on ads very much. You would see NBA guys all over ads. NBA was a mile ahead of the NFL on ads. But now when you watch TV, Mahomes is on an ad every 15 minutes. I mean, Peyton Manning's retired. He's all over ads. Eli's over ads. Brady's on ads. NFL guys everywhere. So I think it's much tougher to be a quarterback, a star quarterback in the NFL now, even though the rules are regulated to benefit the quarterback. The ask is so much more. You're American royalty. It used to be the shortstop in baseball. Then it was the NBA wing. Now it's the NFL quarterback. You're American royalty. And the ask, we, we got tight ends now dating global superstars. And so for the Mahomes and the Allen, uh, the Jalen Hurts is going to sense it. Lamar Jackson, it is just a million people trying to feed off you. And who's your guy? On the football field, who's your guy? Off the field, who's your team? So I think Josh Allen will be fine. And you can hide a little bit in Buffalo, but not really. I mean, Mahomes, what's Kansas City? It's not a big market. I mean, Mahomes gets mobbed everywhere. Okay. Boy, everybody's freaking out, J-Mac. Last night, NBA. I'm going to get to the Suns next hour. I'm going to get to the Suns and the Arizona Diamondbacks World Series next hour, plus Joel Klatt. So we got a lot of stuff going on. Devin Booker, hey, give a shout-out. He was amazing. Well, he was amazing in the playoffs last year. Well, I counted. Somebody put together a clip on Instagram of all the different defenders that they tried on Devin Booker. None of them worked. Now, none of them. I didn't see Wiggins or Chris Paul against Wiggins him. was terrible last night. He had a bad night. I know, but, like, he's he's a good player. Well, he's a good defender, like, he too. He was awesome in the finals against Tatum yeah, a couple yeah, yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just felt like they could not stop Devin Booker. Well, I don't think anybody could stop him for most of the season yeah. last year. And we year. know it's tough to stop Kevin Durant. And uh, when Bradley Beal's Booker's healthy, funny. it's tough to stop him. This you is know, a good team. Booker's only 27 years old. You know, it feels like he's played in the NBA for like nine years. He's a veteran now. Doesn't he feel like when you say Devin Booker to a lot of people, it's like, oh, he's young. I think I think that too. He's been in the, it's like ninth year. Like Devin Booker now is an established star, star veteran in his prime. He is a star player in his prime. He's not a kid anymore. And I'm, I mean, not, if you ask defenders in the NBA, who don't you want to guard? He is on a very short list. You can like Jason Tatum more as a player. I trust Booker more to hit a shot. Hey, um, can I hit you with one in the NFL that's starting to percolate real quick? Jordan Schultz, the reporter, he was a guest on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we consider him credible? No, I know Jordan well. I text him. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's reporting now that Hunter Renfro and Josh McDaniels are not on the same page, and the Raiders are looking to trade Hunter Renfro. Very good player. He gets undervalued because of who's next to him. He was awesome with the previous coach. He hasn't done as much with Josh McDaniels. Well, McDaniels runs hot and cold on certain players. Oh, yeah. Hunter Renfro. Third and Renfro, one of the great nicknames in the NFL. He's <laughs> <laughs> automatic on third. He was, yeah. Oh, my God. NFL, NBA, Joel Klatt, hour two next. 
It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.